Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. D-N-B-R. Draft Pod, it's here. Happy Friday to you all. Football season here. I no longer have to get J Mike and uh Schwan Man excited every summer week. Like, oh, it's almost here. Two weeks, you know. It's here. What a week one. What a week one locally. Boys, you've been traveling, covering actual competitive football against real opponents. What a time to be alive. The Chiefs are 0 and 1. Whoo! Oh man, what, what a, game. a great first week, huh? It was a great game. Your guy Jameer Gibbs after not doing anything, one of the runs of the game there. It was a nice day for Ban- I mean Brian Branch with the play of the game yep. arguably. So yep. it, it was a, it was a nice day for some draft pod guys. Those Bama boys, double Bs as they call <laughs> yeah. them. Yes. Um we're here. What a week. Where to start? Well, you always start with quarterbacks. That's what you do. I mean, especially on a draft podcast, like kind of is our thing. Yeah, especially since Jake's a Russ hater, turns out. Russ hater. It's kind of it's kind of come to the surface, hasn't it, Jake? I mean, we'll find out for sure on <laughs> Sunday, but uh right. I'm very interested in this quarterback class, I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Um but wow, this 2024 quarterback class looks incredible already Caleb Williams two weeks in my half my feed is like absurd clips from him the one where he's falling out of bounds was really something else it was like probably objectively reckless and not a good decision (laughs) but it looks so cool you can't even be upset about it I do think that's the thing wait we maybe sweep under the rug with Caleb Williams is he is no doubt reckless he gets away with it. He does. <laughs> he's every like time. Zach Wilson level crazies. But he's making more impressive he's throws so and making more, more big yes. plays. He's yes. unbelievable. Yes, no doubt. You can also trust him around your mom, which is a <laughs> sneaky, uh, <laughs> sneaky big part of the scouting report. Caleb looks insane. JJ McCarthy and Michigan, great game, super efficient. Looked like he was slinging it. <laughs> They're motivated by the Harbaugh shit. That's hilarious. I know that Chuck. That all gives us a good chuckle. Um, Drake may look great against he Mac really Brown. Did. Really sharp. The Southern Strangler, as he's known, Mac <laughs> Brown. Um, that was, Drake may's and like off doing some off script stuff. Like Drake really looked good. Riley Leonard for Duke. Wow. Yeah. He made me think of he's like Josh Allen. If instead of Josh Allen could throw it deep for like a country mile, he was just like. Chad Pennington levels accurate, but also a great athlete. He's like a very that. odd prospect. Well, and it's it's such a like Duke. They're just so boring. It's hard yes, to like yes, really gauge yes, what he's doing. But yes. it was impressive. And Clemson, he's no man, doubt a great athlete. Is Clemson dead? Are we officially? Oh, are man. we? Are oh, we past man. it? We honestly, I had him in the so playoff. Much, yeah, bad call. We have so much to cover. I can't even get into bearing Dabo and how he's just. <laughs> 
screwed all the advantages he had for the last decade, you know? Um, but then there's Shador Sanders in all this. And Shador, in some ways, looked like the most prototypical NFL quarterback of them all in week one. Um, breaking school records and just showing a poise. I mean, two plays in, he steps up to the line and calls like an audible. And I was like, whoa, this is different. You know what I mean? Being in this region, watching football locally and watching the offenses struggle over the last half decade, that kind of stuff really stands out to you. And it's like, whoa. Um, And just like looks so accurate on the deep ball, so poised. Yeah, man, it's kind of like where should Or Sanders fall into all this? I mean, this there's no c- limit to his ceiling. Honestly, I think this is who he was at Jackson State. People wanted to dog on him because he was going against sweat competition, and you know they're winning games 55 to 10 all the time and doing all this. Comes to Colorado, does the exact same thing he was doing at Jackson, just dicing up defenses. Um, his like worst throw of the day is like the first deep shot to Travis that bounces off the cornerback's helmet. Like right. He just didn't miss. He was unbelievable, um, quick in his reads, uh, accurate downfield. The bomb to Xavier Weaver down like the bottom sideline on the mm-hmm. TV copy, just right in the bread basket, perfectly in stride. He's phenomenal. There's that third to Travis, third down, third and longish to Travis Hunter that he just drops in the bucket, mm-hmm. which was like. Just to throw that is like, wow. Well, and he looked the safety off the whole way. I mm. mean, he just he was in total command of the offense. Like like Jake said, he didn't really miss a throw outside of that one. And even then it wasn't I mean, it was pretty much there for the, right. the play to be made. So it was it was very impressive to see yeah. that offense execute the way that he did, the way that he was able to, you know, not just get the ball to Travis Hunter, who's obviously gonna be the the name that everybody talks about, but I mean, he was spreading it around. You have four yep. receivers with a hundred or four right. pass catchers with a hundred plus receiving yards. Dylan Edwards comes out in his first career game and is just dynamite. I mean, he's got game breaking speed. It's it, it was fun to watch. I mean, they they definitely felt right at home for a Big Twelve school. It was a classic Big Twelve <laughs> thriller. Really Nobody really was interested in playing defense, but while I think you can, you know, poke holes in in both defenses, especially in terms of like stopping the run. I think it was just a lot of offensive execution and making plays. And it was a great way to start the college football season. I mean, you can't ask for much better than that 10 a.m. game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was incredible. I'm trying to think of like even the guy who was more pro style like Shador feels in the last several classes. Rosen, maybe Baker, kind of not really, though. He's lacking the size. I don't know, man. I mean, Tanner McKee was kind of more pro style, but... Right, you could well, go that route. There are some second... Davis Mills, right? Yeah, but out of, like, the top, you know, the guys that were projected to be in the top 20. Could you say he compares somewhat to Mac Jones? Man, he's still, like, super athletic, though. He just didn't show it on Saturday. Like, he didn't have to run off and take off downfield. Like, And he can do that. He's going to do that this year. He's he's definitely pro style in how he runs the offense and reads defenses the and accuracy. throws the football, the yeah. accuracy, but just how comfortable he is operating from the pocket on yeah. well, the O line did a great so. job of, you yeah. know, giving him yes, a clean pocket. Did. He didn't have to operate from right. outside yes, the script. Did. Like exactly. Cam Ward against CSU, you know, he did all kinds of stuff where he's rolling out and throwing off balance and 
kudos to him. Two years in a row, he's picked CSU apart and made yeah, some really yeah. impressive throws. He's with another guy in, in this class, man. Yeah, I mean, people I, were saying Rattler looked good over the weekend. I mean, you didn't did. even mention Jordan Travis, Michael Penix, right? Oh, Pen- holy cow, Michael Penix, Le- left-handed. He looks like Cardell Jones to me. Yeah, Cardale. 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 Yes. I was yes. like, <laughs> thank you. Cardale. Took me a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He twelve gauge, old twelve gauge. Um, it's fun to watch him sling that deep ball with yes. those receivers, man. Yeah, he looked like really good. You're right, Jordan Travis is kind of in this conversation too. And that's a guy we brought up that like mm-hmm. we need to see more consistency from. We yep. need to he- see him step up. Yes, he played really well down the stretch, but can he do it? You know, good lord, get this fly. <laughs> yeah, this fly <laughs> with that's a true. you know a big stage against a team like LSU and. Granted, I have some criticisms, and we'll get into it when we talk about the Harold Perkins stuff, I, I, just of what LSU was doing yeah, defensively. I, I don't doing? understand it at all, but Jordan Travis, like when the game was on the line, he just took over. No, he looked good. He did look good. He outplayed Jaden Daniels by a lot. For no sure. one's brought up Bo Nix, huh? Uh, come on, man. Come on, come on. 81 points on Portland State doesn't do it for you. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. No, it's a loaded class, man. Um, I want you guys to give me your top fours right now, week one. And also, you know, I think the top fours lead to the question of is Shidwar so high on your list to where it might make sense for him to declare next year or is this class so loaded it might be smarter to wait a year and try to be the top dog that year and how many quarterbacks in this loaded class are thinking like that Mm -hmm. could riley leonard could jj mccarthy caleb williams i feel like he's out um i don't know there's those reports this week that say like essentially it seems like he's saying if the arizona cardinals draft me i may consider going back to college could he pull an Eli Manning, right, mm-hmm. and do that now that the financials of NIL are so different? That's kind of possible now. Oh, it's absolutely. I mean, there are probably 20 to 30 prospects a year that would go in the first, second round now, or at least be in that range, you know, in the conversation where, you know, you, you can get the money where it's comparable, especially with, you know, rookie scale contracts. It's yeah. like, why am I going to go out if I'm going to make comparable or, or more money just by coming back? Right. I mean, Shador alone from that game, you know, on three has that NIL valuation tool, getting like two and a half million dollars in that just from week one alone. And I don't think, I think Shador comes back, honestly. But this whole NIL thing with the draft, I don't think anyone wants to play for Arizona. I mean, they've been a dumpster fire. They threw, I mean, I know he was bad, but they threw Josh Rosen away after one year. Kyler's being treated like trash right now after hasn't he had a terrible coach. I don't think any of us were Kingsbury fans. And they didn't have an offensive line to protect him. He was getting his ass beat every single week. So what was that quote in the Wickersham piece on Sean Payton with it's talking about Bill Parcells is like you know where the landmines are. Arizona's a landmine. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, look, it's it happened with LA. It happened with Eli. It wouldn't be completely inconceivable to see and that. And they were both right in doing so. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Wow. Could it all just be pushed to 2025? Know your value, man. Top four quarterbacks in this class. Right now. Right now. I mean, Caleb's still number one to me. Yeah. He's just phenomenal. Yep. Um, I'd have to put Shador number two, though. And, you know, before the season started, Caleb was number one by an ocean. 
Like he was so far separated, but I really think Shador has the ability to close that gap and make it not seem as big as it would have been before this last year. I'd probably go Penix number three. Um, wow. And then Drake Penn May. Drake May. Yeah. For the conference, huh? <laughs> yeah, loyal to the, the, the Pac-12 pack. brand yes, through and yes, through. I got to be in the last year. It's it's what we do. It's what we do in this podcast. Everyone has their conference loyalties, and we stick to our brands. No, it's true. Yeah. Um, I mean, he certainly put himself in that conversation. I think that's undeniable in, in terms of how he played last week, some of those balls he threw. I mean, it, I'm open to the conversation. I'll say that. But yeah. I, to me... I still have Williams one, Drake May two. Uh, I would go Penix three. And I, I really like J.J. McCarthy. I think he's just scratched the surface of what he can be. I love J.J. He has some great throws, I man. Love yeah, and just JJ. The, the dynamic he, ability he brings as a rusher. And I'm not saying Shador, like this isn't me trying to put him down or anything. Right. I just, I'd like to see a, a little bit more from him as the year goes on. But I mean, if he continues to play like this, like Jake said, like you're, you're going to be firmly in that top couple QBs conversation. And that's saying something because it felt like coming into the year, everyone nationally, the consensus was it's Caleb Williams, it's Drake May. And then you've got a couple of other guys that are, are wait and see that you like a lot, but it was perceived as this massive gap and Shadour closed that gap in a major way with how he played in the, against TCU. Yeah. Um, I, I feel there's just so much more tape. Um, and I do want our listeners who maybe are just finding us to know we've done this for years. And the whole point of this podcast is to go through the ebbs and flows, the stock up, stock down, roller coaster ride that we go through week in, week out with the college football season as draft Knicks, analyzing these guys and understanding that what we feel week one is going to change and we're just riding that roller coaster and every game is like in the greater scheme, we're going to analyze these guys and break down like five games. And you know, like it's, you, you'll watch some good games. You watch some bad games. And this is just one of those games that falls into a much greater inventory mm -hmm. that we are trying to use to truly assess things. I think that's what you're getting at with the one game. You want to see more. Um, yeah, that's and I mean it was awesome. He he was the in, in terms of just like pure passing. I don't think any quarterback had a better weekend nope. than Shador Sanders for sure. And um, and you know I can also appreciate that we've gone in and watched a little more Jackson State tape to get ready for Shador in this right. buff season and what have you. Um, for me, it is Caleb Drake May. Like I just feel a little safer about those guys up top. You guys know how much I love JJ McCarthy. Um, and I like Penix, I love, mm -hmm. and I can't tell you how impressed I was with Riley Leonard rewatching that man. That was impressive. I will put Shador at three just because of the arm and how it's ticking up. JJ has like, you can dream on JJ's upside about as much as any quarterback in this entire class. His arms, the question mark though. And it's just consistently in accuracy and yeah. command of the offense. I mean, right. he's got to do some of the things that we're praising Shadur for, exactly. to be fair. Exactly. So, you know, it's it's that classic, like, am I going for the rare traits or am I going for I already know he's got me covered on the kind of one football 101 skills, you know, quarterbacking yeah. 101 skills. So that's the, so they're neck and neck. I'll give Shadur the tie after that amazing week and J.J., will be fourth and begrudgingly I leave my guy Penix out mm. 
But I think that's where we're at. I think like that's what the conversation's going to be a lot of this year. And as you pointed out, there's some outsiders we're not even talking about. Mm-hmm. We have a good chance to like get right back into this combo. Sure. Absolutely. It's going to be an amazing quarterback class, and it's going to be an amazing season to kind of follow that all year long. Oh, it's going to be a blast, and it's also going to be an amazing season for buying college football tickets locally <laughs> and Ooh, enjoying a, a front-range Saturday morning. I mean, there's nothing better than let's whether it's Fort go. Collins, Boulder, let's I mean, go. the Springs, Greeley. There's just, there's just nothing like a college football Saturday, and our friends with Game Time have never made it easier to buy your tickets at the last minute. If you're like me, you're forgetful. You're just you're gonna put stuff off. Also, I'm just lazy. I'll I'll just be real. <laughs> I'm just lazy. I'm gonna put it off till the last second. And with game time, I don't get punished for that, which is great. Game time, they offer the lowest prices guaranteed. If you can find a ticket in the same section, same row for lower, they will match the uh, the difference up to 110 percent, which is pretty cool. And uh, game time, they have flash seat deals, so like they're they're always offering last minute deals. You can get an image of your seat before you even buy it. See what you're getting. Make sure you're not getting a crappy obstructed view spot or something like that. Make sure you snag your tickets without the stress using game time. Download the app, create an account. Use the code DNVR for $20 off your first purchase. Terms do apply. Again, create an account. Use that code DNVR for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And shout out to Shady Rays. Let's go. Um, I feel like we're just hitting our prime here with Colorado weather. Wow. It's beautiful outside every day, man. Boulder's been beautiful. Make sure you take on the sun with gear built to last. Our friends at Shady Rays have you covered with their premium polarized shades at an affordable price. Durable frames, extremely clear polarized optics. Every pair also backed by their lost and broken replacement program. Even if you don't like your Shady Rays, within 30 days, they will replace them. No questions asked. Shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows Mall or go to ShadyRays.com. Use that code DMVR and you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. You could try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over a quarter million people. Okay, tons to get into. Thank you, Shady Rays, Game Time, awesome apps. Thank them. Um, so many other brilliant performances before we go on to get into... Week two and more picks. I feel like my feel in college football was elite that first week. Yeah, you were pretty spot on. I, uh, I've i got a good feel, so I don't want to neglect that. You guys saw a lot of nice performances this weekend. You already hinted at it with Harold Perkins and LSU. He's moved to off-ball linebacker. And on the other hand, we see Travis Hunter do stuff we've never seen on a football field before. So let's just... We came on here two weeks ago, and I argued with Jake. Yeah, I did. I was <laughs> like, did. you can't That's do true. it. You cannot play that high of a level, both snap, both sides of the ball. And it wasn't because I doubted Travis Hunter individually. I think he's phenomenal. I talk about it all the time. He's a first-round pick on either side of the ball, likely. The first time I, I watched him at Jackson State, I texted Jake and compared yep. him to Justin Jefferson. Yep. Buffs people, don't come at me. I respect your man. <laughs> I did not think it was humanly possible. Physic I did what he did to it me defied be. what I believe should be physically possible by a human being. Yes. So that was incredible. And yes. if he can do that for an entire season, I don't know what you do with that. Maybe he is a Heisman type candidate player. Who knows? <laughs> right. It was incredible. I still think you try and limit his reps when you can. Like the fact that he can do that is huge. You pull that out in the games. It's I, insane. 
whether you're going to do it for 12 games, that might be a little reckless to me. Like, why risk it? I truly don't think that's humanly possible. And again, I'm still skeptical but that that's I humanly possible. I also thought what he did Saturday wasn't humanly exactly. possible. So, so I don't know. We're don't know. redefining the limits of humanity every single week here, which is cool. Why the fuck did they move Harold Perkins to off-ball linebacker? <laughs> that's what I want to talk about, guys. Oh, I'm equally as passionate about it. I mean, you, ha- you have the best pure pass rusher in college football. And you have him in coverage for 40 snaps? What like what are we doing? After after I just praised Brian Kelly how brilliant of a coach he was for a week. And then oh, man. that whole oh. game, I was just like, what is LSU doing here? Yeah. My family they, was not happy with Brian Kelly. I'll tell you what. I mean, what a tale of two halves that game was. But I mean, the point, like with Colorado and Travis, they're putting their best players in their best positions to help the team every single down. Yeah. LSU's not doing that when you move your best pass rusher off the ball and force him to just cover the middle of the field and do nothing on half of those snaps. Right. It's right. insane to me. Um, I mean, we were talking about this guy as, you know, if he was draft eligible, this is probably a top 10, top 15 pick already. With what Perkins. he did last year. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I mean, I think, I think he came into the season as the top guy for the 25 class. I think you ask me now, I'd say Travis Hunter's the top guy in the 25 <laughs> sure. class. So it's, so it's, I don't know, it's something that maybe it was just an experiment. They did play uh, FSU, of course, but I don't know. Um, they got to reevaluate that. Is FSU back? Are they officially back? I think so. You think? I think so. What do you uh. think? Keanu Coleman was impressive. Jared Verse played good. Mm-hmm. Travis, Travis Scott? Uh, Travis Scott. <laughs> That's the rapper. Yeah. Jordan Travis. Jordan Travis. <laughs> I said we call him right Travis Scott name, though. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> the people need to know Is what that... I'm talking about. Just because you've done this with me so long, you're like, ha ha, grandpa's out uh, no, of the game. No. Like, I know who he's talking about, but I'll have a good giggle at Travis Scott. You still need to correct me so they understand who I'm talking about, okay? Jordan Travis. <laughs> Jordan Travis. Are they back? Do you think they're back? That was a more legitimate performance than I've seen out of Nebraska, Miami, Texas, any of those programs that are like the blue bloods that have been Mm -hmm. down and out for quite some time. So it's hard to doubt them after after that. I'll say that. I mean, LSU, was it the the best game plan? No. Do I think they're going to be better than that? Yes. But I mean, they kicked their ass. That game was over basically a couple minutes into the third quarter. Yeah, yep. big time. Man. They're telling on the outside. Johnny Wilson went over 100. Of course, Keon Coleman had the three touchdowns. He went They're over 100. so big, those So Mel Tucker guys, had man. that guy on his team. Ain't that yeah. something? Oh, yeah. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. That's something. <laughs> um, Was he playing at Michigan State? Yes. I he started last that's year. That's what I thought. Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, Trey, Trey Benson didn't really do much in terms of the stats, but I thought when he was running the ball, he was running hard, yeah. too. He popped yeah. at least one or two, I remember seeing as well. Right. I mean, very impressive. Um, this team is, I think, one of the best offenses in the country this year. It's going to be interesting. Um, I thought Layatu Leitu, the UCLA edge rusher, you know, he leads the country in sacks after just one week, three sacks. He's one of the more refined, polished edge rushers in the entire country. He picked up right where he left off. Um, I've got Kamon Rucker from our list on here, too, the North Carolina edge rusher, really nice game against the Gamecocks on Saturday. 
Yeah, I would watch UCLA this weekend if you have an opportunity playing at San Diego State. I think it's a go against a pretty decent offensive line. I think yeah, it'll man. be a good chance to evaluate him in a setting against a team that's going to try and run the ball and establish themselves physically. Opponents, guys you're studying for next week, uh, guys on your own team, peop- anyone else who stood out for you from last week, Justin, and then we'll go to Jake. Yeah, I mean, if you want to talk about the Washington State CSU game, Victor, their wide receiver, had an awesome game. Cam Ward looked really polished as a passer. Uh, not the type of impactful game from the CSU defensive line that I expected, but Mo Kamara did have a sack where he just smoked the tackle off the edge, forced a fumble. You see that potential he has coming off the edge at the next level. Uh, Tory Horton, they didn't really get him the ball until the fourth quarter, unfortunately, but once uh, Jack, or, uh, Braden Fowler-Nicolosi came in, they were able to get him the ball a little bit, nine catches, 13 targets. He's a really solid receiver. And uh, Dallin Holker, though, BYU transfer tight end had a highlight catch in the end zone game was well out of hand, but you see his ability and his versatility as a pass catcher. He's a guy that I think will really kind of rise up draft boards as this season goes on. Love that one. Jake Um, for the buffs, just the wide receivers, Xavier Weaver. He's a guy who's going to be going to the draft this next year. He had a great game, um, was a acting as a deep threat, catching passes over the middle. He was doing a lot for them. Um, and then the tight end, the TCU tight end, uh, Jared, Jared Wiley. Wiley, crazy six seven two sixty, had the great touchdown pat, uh, catch over Trevor Woods. Not over Trevor Woods, he got behind him. It's actually a great ball by Chandler Morris that went right over Trevor Woods. Nimble um, for a guy that kind of length. Six seven is insane at oh, tight end. He moved really I, like you shouldn't be that fluid when no. you're that lanky. <laughs> they almost weren't using him as a tight end. They were just like, eh, oh yeah, just go out there. It's kind of like Cole Turner at yes. Nevada is what it reminded me of. Yep, he looked really impressive. A Texas transfer might be a little older, probably. But yeah, um, he was like, whoa, first guy off the bus type of dude. Yeah, I thought Corum looked great for Michigan. Probably not as quick as he was last year yet. No, he looked really like for being back week one. I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No. He's like the way he was shifting around. Oh, yeah, like, he's Whoa. back from a Broncos perspective. That gave me made me feel a little bit better about Javante. Yeah. Everybody, you know, all the reports are he looks fine. Obviously, look good in the preseason, mm-hmm. but it's just so quick to come. Th- th- these guys just come back faster and faster from these knee injuries. And it's I don't insane. get it. It's insane. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Okay, it's week two time. We will um, do that lickety split, but it is a special time of year. Broncos are back, baby. Let's go. And so is Broncos country at the DMVR bar. Watch parties, uh, you know, football. It's it's happening Thursdays. It's happening Saturdays. It's happening Sundays. It's happening Mondays. Uh, football month in America will be back soon enough, and then it's happening Every day of the week, always, now is a great time. Come to the DMVR bar. Enjoy a Broncos country for just six bucks, right? Yep. It's a great deal. It's one of our favorites. Uh, enjoy it out of tailgate. Enjoy it all around. Breck, they're the true homies, and uh, they're always looking out for us. So enjoy while you can. Shout out Breck, man. And also check out that uh, the Breck Beer Locator. Get a Breck Brew near you. They got a beer for any occasion. And um, we can do week two. Do we want to get our Rookie of the Year predictions out? Or do you want to end with that? Yeah, let's get the Rookie of the Year predictions out. No, we're technically one game into the NFL season already. Eh, one but, game. Who cares? I mean, yeah, it, it is what it is. 
Uh, I'm just going to put you on the spot, Jake. NFL Offensive Rookie of the Year prediction. Go. Anthony Richardson. I like it. I mean, these mobile quarterbacks. I like they, that it's bold. That's what I'm. I, they, they're the people that win, you know, these Rookie of the Year awards because they can run the ball and they're going to wow people with that. He's going to do that. He's got a big arm. He's going to have some big touchdown passes. Well, he's probably going to have to be 2013 Cam Newton if they're going to be any type of functioning offense without Jonathan Taylor. Right, yeah. So that's going to be a tough one. I mean, he doesn't really have the best wide receivers around him at this point, I don't think either. But um, I love his talent. Has Ursay now that Snyder's out of the mix, is Ursay the worst <laughs> owner in the league? Probably. I mean, not to Has just to be up there. shit on the Cardinals all, all the time. I was going to say day, Arizona is man, probably in that mix, too. They really have just <laughs> dropped off a cliff. Who you For got on me, the defense? Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say it's just Jackson Smith and Jigba, but the injuries worry you. You know, the injuries worry you. He's supposed to play, isn't he? I think so, yeah. but not being at 100% is always a concern. Yeah. I would have been with Dre outside of injuries. I'm going to go Bijan Robinson in Atlanta just That's because I think too. they want to run the football. Um, I, you know, Arthur Smith, it's just in their identity. And frankly, with them not having that quarterback, you know, firmly established as of yet, I know they're hoping it maybe is Ritter, but I, I just think he's a, a safe pick. All right. Defensive rookie. I am going to go Will Anderson, but after watching Brian Branch last night, I'll, I'll throw mm. some love his way. Mm, that's kind of a good one. Kind of feel like Christian Gonzalez might be a sneaky one at the Patriots as well. He looked really good in the preseason. You know who looked good last night was Jack Campbell. Yeah, he did. He did. And he's going to rack up the tackles. Maybe mm -hmm. he's just an easy one. Um, hey, he, right he very now. easily yeah. could have 130 tackle seasons. Right. Oh, yeah, that's exactly right. Um, but yeah, I'll probably say Will Anderson too. Okay. Let's do it, boys. Week two. This is what it's all about. Yeah. Here Fun we slate. go. Texas, Alabama. Roll tide. They covering that spread? I think so. I think okay, I think you see uh pissed off Bama. And I it was only middle Tennessee, but yeah, the offensive execution from Milrow had me pleasantly surprised. <laughs> Yeah, kind of underwhelmed with Texas, honestly, and what Quinn Ewers did last week. I know it was just Rice, but um, who knows? I mean, if Quinn Ewers stays in the game last year, they probably beat Alabama. They should have beat him. Like, they really should have. But, uh, I mean, I think you talked about this at one point, Dre. Bama's kind of going back to what they were doing, you know, before they had Bryce Young and Mac Jones, just like these running quarterbacks that they have and just really leaning into the power of their offensive line and their run game. I think that that's going to be the winning ticket. I think they cover as well. Seven and a half, well-placed line. You know how Saban handles former assistants. In fact, outside of Kirby, he is undefeated. I think it's something like 28 and 2. It's over Man, 20 It's 28 wins. and 0 outside of Kirby Smart. Yeah, and 28 and 2 with Kirby, yeah. I think. Just crazy. Um, yeah, begrudgingly, I'll take Bama. I will tell you this. The bet in this game is under 22 and a half for Texas. It's the old... Uh, Python analogy, boa constrictor, boa constrictor yeah, slowly yeah. but surely tightening on them. The run game pounds them down to where you get to the fourth quarter. You can't stop the run anymore. You shorten the clock and the defense just slowly but surely starts to feast. We got to find out is Texas LSU or is Texas Florida State? You know, there's definitely talent. There's definitely lots of NFL talent, lots of guys to watch. 
Xavier Worthy on the outside. You want to watch these guys in the trenches. You want to watch Quinn Hewers. Maybe Arch gets going. Running backs always going to be loaded at Texas. But big chance for Ewers, though. Like, can you operate out of script? Because that's it's when Alabama huge. goes down. It's when it's huge. You know the Manzels yep. of the world, yep. the Ole Miss, the Chad Kellys of the world. Well, just make those high end throws. Yeah, you know. and don't miss the easy ones exactly. when they're there. Take them exactly. Yep. So we shall see. That's all I got on that one. Nebraska, CU. Mm. This line has moved crazy, hasn't it? Because wasn't I it like I cannot believe this shit. Yeah. At, what it, was it? It was at one point. TCU. It was like Nebraska by eight in the offseason. Yep. Okay, that's what I thought. Yep. And I think uh, last week before kickoff against TCU, it was around seven or seven and a half. It went up to three. Now it's back down to minus two and a half. And this CU has the most money bet on them than any NFL game. I think combined more than 30 NFL games. So this is a classic, like, where are you at principally? There's going to be a lot of, you know, fade the public crowd. And then there's obviously going to be the people that are going to say that the book has not adjusted appropriately enough yet. They haven't. The book's also adjusted Colorado's win from three and a half preseason to now five. Yes. Because, again, you never expected TCU to be one of those wins. And now you've gone from big home dog to favorite at home. So they're... Uh, that's one and a half went right there. Boom. Taken yeah. care of. I I just feel like the buffs came out so well coached. Um, and so like really humming on all cylinders offensively. And Nebraska looks so inept offensively against Minnesota that I do think the book hasn't adjusted enough. I do think CU's kind of a unique case for the book to adjust to the spread does concern me a little i think there's enough value on that buffs money line at minus 145 i've seen it boosted some places to just take the money line and forget it that's what i would say i just just take the money line i do think cu covers this i just i think they have way more talent than nebraska does i will say the path towards nebraska mucking this game up would be they get the run game going. Obviously, CU, you know, in the trenches, they, they weren't, weren't killing it against TCU. I think it was like seven yards a carry or something like that. If Nebraska is able to do that, you know, limit CU's offensive possessions, you get a turnover too. Like, that's how you could get it, you know, really muck it up. But at the end of the day, I, I'm just going to say, what if I've seen from these two teams and the top-end talent that I saw from CU is just night and day from what I saw from Nebraska so the CSU yeah. guys take and see you, but uh, I'm with Dre. I think the money line is a smart play just because rivalry games can be stupid. And you worry about high, high, how high the buffs might be and how low Nebraska might be and how it's college, man. They're Save college the letdown kids, for uh, you know? next week, guys. Go ahead. <laughs> go out. 60, 70 points. Do your thing. They have such an advantage at quarterback. Shador, I that's thought they had point. an advantage last point. week, and that's why I thought the Buffs had a chance to not only cover but potentially win. They obviously end up winning. They did. The, the, they did. That, that it's, happen, it's larger than the Caleb Williams gap to number two from last year or from the offseason, honestly. Jeff, Shin, Jeff Sims cannot throw the football. If this team gets behind it all and he's trying to throw on Travis Hunter, are you serious? It's over. I mean, I would think he'd target the other corners, but yeah, no. Omarion I mean, Cooper didn't allow a catch last week. Their ability to sustain any sort of offense against that, what looked like a very polished, dynamic offense for the Buffs, is going to be a tremendous challenge. Yeah, but they're add. just going to run like 
I mean, you're basically going to go like full Tebow. You would think. Ju- well, okay. So with that, say Nebraska runs the ball, they run it well. Their first drive is like eight, nine minutes, and they score a touchdown. Yeah. Shador goes down the field and five, six plays equals the score. You got to do that shit again. Well, of How course. many of those drives of can you actually well, that's what I'm saying. get it's, all the way down the field to score? I mean, it's why no one runs anymore. Yes. It's what was funny about so many non-college football people watching that Buffs game. And like I'm getting texts like, why doesn't TCU just run it every time? And it was like, well, you see in college football, it's all about the big plays and being able to just take a minus two yard screen for a 60 yard touchdown and like you get enough of those and you're just gonna win yeah um and that's why you don't just run the ball because you're hoping to manufacture those big plays and yeah that's gonna catch up to you let me let me ask you this how many cu players do you name before you get to nebraska's best player in terms of best players on the field this weekend a lot it's gonna be travis shador um, yeah, it's I mean, at least Zay, four or five four deep. Or five oh, it's more it's than that. Four or five deep. More than that. It's at least four or five deep. Who's the best player on Nebraska? I'm, I'm honestly not too familiar with their They got that corner so. that's pretty decent. <laughs> Good, luck. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, Miss at Tulane. The total on this one is set so high. It should be a fun game. I'd l- shout out to Ole Miss for actually going to Tulane. Yes. New Orleans. That's one of those colleges in a major city. Tulane's in New Orleans. Home dog. Home dog. They limited ticket sales for Ole Miss, so it should be a, a pretty Tulane favorable crowd, although you never know in the secondary market. Oh, uh, man, I think I've come full circle on this to where I love the over 66 and a half. Mm-hmm. And I maybe think Ole Miss is the better play. Tulane has been a fun story now for about 18 months, and they have won a lot of games that they probably shouldn't have. Uh I just feel like this is kind of where the bubble bursts. I think Ole Miss is really explosive offensively. This is like the stuff that Kiffin lives for, the offensive shootout. I do think it'll be fun. I don't think, you know, they run away with it or anything, but I'm going to rock with Ole Miss. I'm going to take Tulane to cover, I think. Home dog. Yeah. Home, nothing better in, in college football. No, it's the best. Okay. That's it. That's all you've got. I'm taking Tulane, he says. I yep. love it. This fly is driving us crazy. This is guys. insane. <laughs> uh, so, please, we're fighting through the flies. Give us more like thumbs Walter up. White we really appreciate it. Yeah, bad. Absolutely. For it's sure. True. Great reference. Notre Dame at NC State. We are Sam Hartman believers. Mm-hmm. Heart levers, seven and a half is a tricky one, though. It's well set. It's really well set. And, I mean, there's there's no worse line to bet on in football than seven and a half, I think. I know. It's brutal. That I will hesitantly take Notre Dame. Yeah, I kind of feel like Sam Hartman's for real, and that's really all that matters. The rest of the roster is always going to be pretty good. Where are you at on Brennan Armstrong these days? <sighs> You sold all your stock. You hanging on just a little well, bit I'm, for twenty six last week. He's a you know that's a stock I'll always hold on to a few <laughs> shares, but uh, you know I'm a little skeptical that we're gonna get back on track. Frankly, I think I'm gonna pick Notre Dame. I like Estime, the running back. Sam Hartman's their uh-huh, best quarterback uh-huh. they've had in quite a while. I mean, 
We we didn't mention him in the NFL conversation, but he's just one of those guys who's you know a bit older. That's just is he the best since Brady Quinn, Kaiser maybe. I mean, um, oh Ian Book had a good year. Oh yeah, yeah. He's called him yeah. Ian Hap. Yeah, Ian Book. Right. <laughs> um, I'm taking Notre Dame. God, I hated all those quarterbacks. They I suck. just hate Notre Dame. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> They suck. Kaiser was by far the most talented. Um, but yeah, give me Notre Dame. I actually think they might be good. And I agree. We're agreeing a lot, boys. Yeah. So be very pump the brakes before <laughs> you put money on all of these. Oregon at Texas Tech. Ducks on the road by six. I like Texas Tech as a home dog to rebound after a devastating loss up in Laramie and double OT. I just, I, you know, I don't know if they pull out the win, but I think they can at least keep it around enough to cover at home. Is the Big 12 garbage this year? All the big upsets happen against them. Wyoming takes down Tech. North Texas takes down Baylor. And of course, the Buffs take down TCU. They don't seem to have any interest in playing defense, but that's nothing new. I mean, no, yeah. no it's the Big 12. Uh, the UCF looks good, though. The UCF does look good. Damn it, that under against Kent State. Ugh. And then the Pac-12 goes 13-0 and when you combine in Week 0 and Week 1, which is pretty amazing. It's true. I'm all in on Oregon State this year. Shout out, DJ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Connor Johnson. There's your Connor, DJ guy. Um, talk. We'll, we'll wait on DJ. We'll see. Okay. Clemson might have been the problem, though. Turns I mean, out Clemson might have just been the problem. I mean, come on. Yeah. You get Garrett Riley as your offensive coordinator, you still look like that? Yep. Something is wrong. Yep. Just Dabo looking it's in the really mirror. And the Taylor Swift song playing in the background. <laughs> I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> what a um, legend. Sometimes you just got to call your shots. And I don't think Oregon is um, the 13th best team in the country. I'm going to take Texas Tech to cover. At six, though? Tech might just stink. They might. I mean, did you watch that game, the Wyoming game? Yeah, I mean, oh sorry, I came into it live and late in the fourth quarter. Obviously, after my show got cut short from a fire alarm, <laughs> but I went back oh, yeah. and rewatched the recording the next day. And I mean, they, Texas Tech looked really soft defensively. I mean, Andrew Peasley was picking them apart, and he's a guy who I had eleventh or twelfth in my Mountain West preseason quarterback rankings, and they made him look like Baker Mayfield. So. There is reason to be concerned, but I don't know. It just feels like classic college football. Texas Tech coming off of a heartbreaking loss, exactly. but in a weird spot. Exactly. Oregon coming off of a massive win, but it didn't really mean anything, and you're feeling yourself a little too much. I'm going with the home dog. Yeah, That's they're right. at home. It's, it's a principal play. Oh, it's a game of opposites. Oh, you guys are so right. Did we make the wrong picks, though, then? With Nebraska CU, with Ole Miss Tulane, with Notre Dame NC State. Give me Oregon, damn it. I'm sticking to my guns. <laughs> I like it. We can't all be together. That's we no have to differentiate. We must. That's fine. Close it out with Utah Baylor. We were right about the Utes. They are Can phenomenal. I throw up the U? Uh, Is that allowed? No. That's all no. on you. <laughs> okay. We're not doing it, guys. Bad fans. Bad fans. Oh, terrible. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. I mean, I their quarterback room is one of the best in the country. Holy cow. Their so backup we start? is good. Yes. Are we sure they good. want Cam Rising back? I, I mean. They, he, come on. He Cam didn't throw for 200 but yards. This is the benefit of having he a guy. He looks really good against Ohio State, too. It's not just he a one-game sample size. This is the benefit of having a guy like Cam Rising, though, because you could just stack ammo in that QB room 
And that's all they've been doing these last few years. They've been good. They've been able to I'm recruit. just stirring shit up. You put in Cam Rising. He's like a fifth or sixth year senior. <laughs> Cam Rising's guy, another but... guy in that quarterback conversation we didn't even mention. And it's deep. Got to see him on the field. You just got a lot of guys that really run their offenses well and are in full command of what they do. And I feel like that's pretty rare. And I think that's the... I mean, part of it's the COVID season, part of it's NIL, but this you're is, just seeing quarterbacks stay longer, and it's great for college football. This is okay. something we've mentioned on the show a lot. This seven-on-seven, seven, you know, that too. You're more air raid era of high school football. It's matriculating up through college football. We've already kind of seen it in the NFL, but it's really hitting its stride in college football. We've got a ton of great quarterbacks. It's true. You're, it's, we do, do we talk like about Utah it all the time. Cover? Seven on the road. Um, Utah Baylor, this feels like another one. Like, uh, yeah, if you just think week one is what's going to happen every single week, yeah, hammer the Utes, man. I like that you get it at seven and not seven and a half. I think Baylor might just suck. I'm taking the That's Utes. That's the other thing. They might just suck. Yep. Yeah, I like the Utes. I'm too. taking the Utes. Damn it. It's okay, Dre. We're learning two. It's week two. We got to make our mistakes. This yeah, is how we grow. Exactly. Fine. <laughs> Give us the thumbs up. Always a blast. I've been loving doing these in person. Yes, sir. Thank you for all the love on YouTube. Thank you for producer Yaya for making us look good. Uh, you know. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the football. Truly. We're go, completely go Broncos, back. baby. Like, we are back in full. I don't yes. know if we're, I think we're like. We're not only back, but it's like elevated. We're back like we've never been. That's yes, very true. Yes. That's very back true, and brother. Better than ever. That's the draft pod motto for 23. We are out. We'll be back next week. Thank you all for tuning in. Mad love. Let's